Hey, and welcome to This Creative Life, conversations with creatives on creativity and how we can cultivate, inspire, and nourish our creative souls. I'm your host, Danielle Hall, and this is a special and bittersweet ep, as it's the last episode of This Creative Life for now. I was having a deep convo with my longtime bestie and fellow creative slashy when she reminded me just how much I'd accomplished just starting this podcast. And I realized in that moment that I hadn't really stopped to pause and reflect on how far this creative life has come. Each and every conversation filled my cup, as I'm sure it did yours, but when something becomes habit, you just kind of get on with it, just like we do our creative work. So I want to do a bit of reflecting before saying goodbye. I think the main question that I kind of keep coming back to is, do I feel like I've achieved what I wanted to achieve with this podcast? And quite simply, if one episode helped one creative feel seen, heard and held whilst in a creative funk, then my work here is done. I ruminated on the concept, I said it out loud and I made a reality. Everything that came with it was just a bonus. I've forgotten how powerful it is just to start something, which, you know, is ironic given my design studio was called Studio Start, right? What I realized recently in autopilot podcast mode was that I was pretty much living vicariously through each guest's creative work and lives, leaving very little space, time and energy for my own slash using it as kind of like a getaway car to not create anything whatsoever, which is why I came to the conclusion that it was time to hang the headphones up. We need to keep these creative conversations going though. I started this podcast to like expand on all the DMs that I was having with my creative friends about creative business. And I think there's a place for this vulnerability outside of this secret space that we only really reserve for creative chats I'm always taken aback when I get messages from listeners saying that I or a guest had really honed in on an experience or an emotion that they thought they were all alone in feeling, uh, which is really crazy to me given there's what, how many 500 plus million people on Instagram and one person still feels alone. I know the thought of exposing your vulnerabilities and your struggles is a scary thing to do, but I really encourage you if you feel inclined to share those things because you just never know like how you can change someone's creative expression. And, you know, you can also find a new creative comrade with just a few words. Aside from my never ending and mostly repetitive stories about my many career paths and ventures, you've heard me mention with each ep and also probably recently the rooster in the background, I wanted to share some recurring themes that I thought helpful to kind of collate and reaffirm in one neat little package to leave you on. Firstly, humanness is creativity. Creativity is humanness, no matter where you're at in your creative journey. Creativity is deeply personal and it is a million percent natural to experience that inner critic, perfectionism, imposter syndrome, We all feel it no matter if we're crushing it or lacking the courage to simply start something. When you're in this place, remind yourself of your humanness and it becomes a little less intense, I promise. A step, a day, a creation at a time. I will say this though, and to quote one of my favorite artists, Georgia O'Keeffe, whether you succeed or not is irrelevant. There is no such thing. Making your unknown known is the important thing. 
So create on your own terms, create the things you love, create the beauty and the meaning you want to see in the world. The rest, like clients, orders and accolades will follow. It's all about your energy. Speaking of energy, episode 10 guest Dr. Maz blew my mind when she taught us that time and energy are two very different things. Whilst time is something we want more of, we really want more energy. Energy is the key to creativity and distilled down. We need that spark, that momentum to engage and tune into the act of creation, to be possessed by it instead of forcing it. Rather than time blocking and deadline setting, I reckon a bit of energy blocking does the trick. Work with what turns you on and lights you up, whether early morning or late night, cozy home office or busy bustling cafe, messy desk or in bed, day intensives or month long packages. Your process is yours and yours alone. We get so caught up in trying to emulate the success stories of others when really we just need to create our own success story. I digress, but I think that energy and process go hand in hand, being that the process is what fuels or kills energy. Do it your way. Moving on to one of the most talked about hot topics and takes, social media. I think it's safe to say that Instagram has been both a blessing and a curse for creators worldwide in this day and age. On one hand, it's given us beautiful visual ways to connect with those who both love and pay for our art and vice versa for the creators and offerings that resonate with us and inspire us. Could you imagine having to put flyers in mailboxes like designers back in the day used to? I think I'll pass. (laughs) I don't want to spend too much time on this as you've already heard me harp on long enough about how I feel. So I'll just say this at the end of the day, It's just a marketing tool and it is what you make it. If you love the thrill of the ever-changing Instagram game, go off, enjoy it, work it, use the system to your advantage. However, if you'd rather pour coffee on your keyboard than making pointing reels, set your own rules for this game. I've come to realize this each time I feel so captive and smothered by Instagram. We can control how much we create and consume on this platform. If sharing on social media helps you to make a living, set some parameters like no doom scrolling out of office hours, mute the accounts that don't serve you, only post what you feel called to post, curate your feed to your liking and yours alone, and show up as much or as little as you want. Something that I always have to remind myself is that you don't owe anybody anything on the internet. So don't feel the pressure, the guilt, the shame, whether you want to show up or not. When I do look back on my design career and it kind of kind of coming to an end at this stage and also lingering on, the one kind of constant has been my creative friends. And that is creative in real life friends and the creative friends that I've made through the platform and It's something that we can so easily take for granted, but I think we should really be grateful for those connections. They are a lifeline when you need advice to share a win and more often not have a vent. So, you know, in those times we're just so tired of the social hamster wheel, don't forget you've got these creative friends that have your back. I also cannot recommend enough to reach out for support when you need it. 
too often we go inwards, especially when we're working on our own. And it's so easy to live in your own head and create a narrative about your work and your creative worth. So don't forget to reach out when you need it the most. I thought leaving the topic of inspiration to last was the perfect way to wrap up my rambling reflections. This podcast taught me a lot about inspiration, what it is, what it isn't, how to find it and how to lose it too. I guess the most surprising thing I've learned is that you don't need to consume in order to inspire. I'm not sure why, but I always thought that that concept was kind of counterintuitive because when you think about your creative well, you need to be constantly like filling it up in order to be able to pull from it. And I do think you need to keep topping yourself up. But I'm also realizing as I say this that I think it's probably the pressure to create beautiful things in unrealistic creativity crushing timeframes that have made me forget or resist to stop and smell the roses throughout the process. So probably you might think you do in order to be an air quotes professional creative, but you don't need to have famous artists and creators books on your bookshelf or adorning your walls to be inspired or perfectly curated Pinterest boards and heaps of categorized safe posts on Instagram or the most impressive collection of art supplies at your fingertips, nor do you need to start sketching before you move to Illustrator. I cannot say this enough. Sure, these tools help us to manifest and create the work, but we often forget about the lived experiences that have enriched our creative senses, which are truly unique to us. Cliche, I know, it's a pretty analog way of thinking, but It's all we've had to work with before the invention of the internet, Instagram, and Pinterest, and Van Gogh was just fine, right? When in doubt of the creativity you really possess, think about how simple yet significant one of Van Gogh's most famous artworks, Starry Night, is. It's the same night sky we all see, but our creative channels have this wondrous ability to interpret it in so many ways. How boring would it be if we viewed everything the same way? Not feeling the creative spark? I've learned this the hard way. Don't ignore your body's cues for a timeout. I recently saw something on TikTok that mentioned that burnout can take something like two years to recover from, and I can vouch for it as I'm going through the notions now. Seek out and fill your cup in places and spaces that opens the door to curiosity within you, or simply grounds you back down to earth, or just watch Netflix. You have my permission. All right. I've said enough. It's time to wrap it up. I want to show so much love and gratitude to my guests for sharing their time and wisdom so vulnerably and generously with us all, especially in the early days when this little podcast of mine was just starting to grow. I'm thankful to follow and be a part of their creative journeys and for the opportunity to have such deep conversations that have given me back so much juice for contemplation and creation. My Spotify wrapped reminded me that there are creatives listening to this podcast, a concept that still astounds me. I never had the intention to have like X amount of eps, listeners or downloads, let alone 7,000. And all I can say is thank you. Thank you for every listen, like, share, review and words of support whilst you join me for each ep. I know many of you will resonate with me when I say I just wanted to have more creative chats rather than another creative business podcast out there talking about 10k months and niching and all those other biz buzzwords out there that kill creativity for some of us. And it brings great comfort and peace to know that I haven't been alone. 
My DMs are always open to any listener needing a space to chat. The past few years have been really heavy for creatives. There's been a lot of change, a lot of pivoting, a lot of experimentation, as well as a lot of radical acceptance that has had to happen so we can keep doing what we love to do and what comes so innately to us. I'm hoping that 2023 will be your most creatively magic year yet, full of abundance and play and endless creation. Thanks so much for listening to this creative life. Keep creating.